Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about WWE's reaction to Adam Cole's AEW debut. Vince McMahon misses Monday Night Raw last night. We have a backstage update on Cody Rhodes' AEW return. And CM Punk tweets and deletes. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Oh, thank God you're here. I was so lonely yesterday. <laughs> it's a hard shift on oh. your own, isn't it? You could cry. <laughs> you could cry on camera. We're going to kick things off by talking about Adam Cole. Is this WWE's they, reaction? They, they crying they, on camera. They, they literally did. That's exactly <laughs> what happened by That Was The News. No, of course not. Uh, we've got a report here from Fightful Select talking about the internal WWE situation with regards to Adam Cole. Obviously, he debuted at All Out. Came out of the end of the show, big swerve, joining the elite, and then Brian Danielson came out and went, I can do better than you, pal. And it was a great angle, like the way they layered everything was really well done. But we've got some notes here on WWE. You might have been surprised seeing Adam Cole show up, and mm-hmm. you might have been surprised, and I was oh, surprised. I was. But WWE, not so much. So internally, uh, the people that Fightful had spoken to, they hadn't been explicitly told that Cole was going to show up on the pay-per-view, but nobody was really surprised by it. People expected him to be in AEW sooner rather than later. And of course, it has previously been reported that WWE considered Cole done uh, when his contract expired on the 27th of August. They issued an internal memo to that effect and everything else. So Cole's been praised for the way he handled everything on the way out, the way he handled his exit, the way he handled uh, the surprising news that his contract had somehow expired uh, (laughs) six or seven months ahead of schedule as well. Um, So yeah, man, there you go. It was uh, was a big moment. It certainly contributed to the hype of All Out and uh, excited to see what Adam Cole does next for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Like you say, it is great to see him, you know, committing to something and not, you know, not that he would, but not screwing over his friend Kyle yeah. O'Reilly. Like, in theory, he could have gone, well, that's me, lads. See you later. See you later. But he stuck around. He did the old handshake deal. He put him over uh, at TakeOver, of course. And, yeah, I mean, WWE must have known after presumably offering him everything, as they should the have done, yeah. that when he said, now nah, you're all right, they went, yeah, he's going to be going yeah, to AW. Know. So either whether it was going to be at All Out or at Arthur Ashe or further down the road, they sort of probably knew that. And such, I wouldn't really have a chance to chat about it. It's such an exciting time ahead for AEW. Yeah, absolutely. Is uh, It feels like the hype's really snowballing at the moment. And uh, they do have a real opportunity to take a big leap forward after all out. Uh, yeah, man, it's going to be an exciting few weeks, months, and indeed years 
Obviously, the content game has never felt so good, has it? Um, and also a lovely touch from Xavier Woods, one of Adam Cole's best mates, of course, up, up, down, down. Baby. Lovely little touch right at the beginning of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> it's Tag Team Turmoil, baby! And I was like, whoop, someone's in trouble. And then that's why he got his ass handed to him by every tag team subsequent to that. Yeah, Miss tag. and T-Bar. And in case you're wondering, speaking of last night's Raw, in case you're wondering, how come there's so much bloody wrestling on this show? It's because Vince McMahon wasn't there. That's the reason why they can get away with so much actual wrestling and in particular tag team wrestling uh, he was not back backstage in last night's for last night's Raw in Miami Florida uh, according to a report from PW Insiders Mike Johnson uh, Bruce Pritchard was running the show uh, but it was McMahon despite the fact he wasn't there he was providing feedback and making changes to Raw um Probably why we had <laughs> Carrie and Cross murdering John Morrison, as you tweeted, hey. Posh already. Yeah. That was already dead. They don't know how to push people, do they? They really don't. They, they know how to push heels. Just about. Well, they know how to push Roman Reigns. They know how to push Roman Reigns, I'll give you that. And they knew how to push Bailey and Sasha Banks last year, or earlier this year. Mm. Whenever it was, I've lost my head's like spaghetti. Um, but, yeah, man, like, the, the, the John Morrison thing is bewildering, like, after the, the, the split from Miz. Karrion Cross is not over whatsoever. He comes out and he gets cricket chirps. It's just... Mm -hmm. Anyway, Vince not at the show. Unsurprising to hear that he was still pulling strings potentially in the distance, though, <laughs> isn't it? It's like I'm not coming in, pal. But uh, keep me on Skype. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with your evening. Oh, yeah, exactly. Kind of, but uh, you know, it it. It wasn't a good episode of Raw, I don't think, by any stretch of the imagination, but it was nice having a bit more wrestling. It wasn't a Raw. bad episode of Raw, it was just mid. an episode of Raw. It was mid, wasn't it? it was yeah. Mid. yeah. I, 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 we got to review it later, what good wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, and I can't remember half the stuff that happened, and I watched it about two hours ago. There you go. Lives long in the memory, oh. that stuff, doesn't it? And are you telling me that you can't remember what happened in the latest show opening revolving door promo segment? Also, didn't they promise three championship matches last night and delivered two? One of them, the third one, was a like, a, oh, if you win this, you get a tag team title shot, which surely Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart should already have, because they beat them. It doesn't matter. They beat them twice. They beat them. Oh. That's the problem. You're applying logic to an illogical process. Yes. It, it, I do it all the time myself. <laughs> I do it all the time myself. Let's move over and talk another report here from Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net on Cody Rhodes. When's he going to be back in AEW? By the end of the month. Current plans call for Cody Rhodes to return to AEW television by, indeed, the end of the month. And apparently there are major plans in place for him when he comes back. So the last time we saw Cody on AEW TV was early August when he got his ass kicked by Malachi Black and retired uh, in an angle. He was, of course, going away to film season two of the Go Big Show. So that was the reason for that. Um, we didn't like the retirement angle. We've spoken about that before. It's just like... It's impossible to invest in those things when you know what they are in pro wrestling. So it's like, why do it? But he's going to be back on TV. You would assume, and this is just me speculating, that he'll do something with Malachi again, considering Black has killed Brock Anderson. He's killed Lee Johnson. He's going to kill Dustin this yep. week as well. You'd think that would be the path. But uh, yeah, he's coming back. Like, it's weird, this. Like, obviously, yeah, nice to see Cody back in mm -hmm. AW rather than doing the Go Big Show or whatever else he's been off filming. But it's going to be a tough sell. Like, are they going to have to maybe turn him... I mean, you can't really turn him heel against yeah, Malachi yeah. Black, but uh, he did say, well, that's it for me. I know he didn't officially <laughs> yeah. rubber stamp his retirement before he got murdered again by Malachi Black, but it's going to be a hard sell, even yeah. if he does come back to avenge the Nightmare family. Yeah, it, it, 
it, they're gonna have, they've got the work cut out for them. And um, I think like if you're gonna go for the comes back and defends the family honor angle, maybe just having him get his ass kicked and injured, injured yeah. KFA by Malachi would have been a bit more effective. You know, when, when someone says they're retiring in wrestling, you always roll your eyes because of the Terry Funk rule. People always come back. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, Cody's obviously an extremely talented guy. He's been a major highlight of AEW. For and he's quite good at reading the room as well. Yeah, so he's, I, he's, I not, he's not bad at everything, is he? Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. It's all right. <laughs> Just hope he doesn't regret it. But speaking of regrets, there's a segue hey, that's been that. robot in. Uh, have you ever tweeted something and then deleted it because you thought that was a bad idea yeah. anymore? Yeah, we all have. <laughs> uh, CM Punk is in, now included in that group uh, because last night on Twitter he decided to poll regarding his gear. It was... Well, quite a major thing that was, was talked about until the match actually happened at All Out. So in that five-minute space where he walked out, people went, wait, he's not wearing the Long CM... boys. Why isn't he wearing CM trunks? Anyway, uh, he tweeted about his tights uh, and he offered a poll basically saying, uh, would you rather I continue wearing those uh, tights if I went back to the old CM trunks or if I wore an Andre the giant desk <laughs> sort of singlet? He tweeted it and yeah, the, the trunks were... We're winning by a lot. Yeah. Uh, the shout out to Ready user Minale101 who screenshot this before CM Punk deleted the tweet because he realised, uh, yeah, they want the trunks back. I didn't mind it. I, I get yeah. what Sidge was saying, for example, that it was a bit distracting. But yeah. once the match started, I mean, everyone's mentioned it now, but it, I'm going to mention it anyway. The the callback to the Bret Hart one two three kid yep. thing right at the beginning of the match was great and. He didn't miss a step considering he's been out seven yeah. and a half years. Yeah, that's the thing with like weird attire and stuff. Unless it's like it makes you look like a buffoon, like carrying crosses, mask, yeah. and Dumb. strap things. Unless it makes you look like a complete buffoon, you're going to forget about it pretty quickly. So when he came out, I was a bit like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> but like, but after about five minutes, you're like, eh, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, and that, like, I really enjoyed the match. Like, uh, it was hard on the stream because when you're on the stream, you have to be go, 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 up, up, up. So when you have a slower match that's a bit less bombastic, you're a bit like, oh, come on, speed up a little bit, you, <laughs> you nutters, what are you doing? But then you go back and you watch it with a different energy and uh, when you're just sitting in your house, you appreciate the finer points of it a lot more. So yeah, I was really satisfied with the match and uh, looking forward to seeing what he wears next. Maybe, I don't know, like a kilt or something. Why not? What's the, didn't someone wear one where it's like one side tights, one side trunks at one point? Like, yeah. I had a uh, weird dream about it. Ruby Soho does that to an extent, but Maddie Renkowski, Renkowski, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I'm really sorry. On uh, like AEW Dark and stuff has like one leg. I'm sure there's more as well. But, yeah. What if you had one side trunks, one side jorts? Just a thought. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the comment section. We'll move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE, of course. First question taken from Biggest Joe, who says, Hi all, in, in light of all the exciting signings on AEW and WWE's reaction with re-signing Brock, about two years ahead of <laughs> uh, planned, basically, uh, do you think the well of nostalgia and shock signings in WWE is drying up? Yeah, I think it started, honestly, I think it started drying up, like, years ago mm. I think it was starting to dry up before they brought Goldberg back in 2016 2017 I think like who's left who who have they got left that they can possibly pull that they haven't pulled in the past few years who have they got in that well of big comebacks that hasn't already been done now The Rock is an option obviously he wrestled wrestled Eric Rowan and you know he's been in action over the past mm -hmm. 10 years but it's still a big thing obviously helped in part because he's the biggest crossover mainstream star ever but they've done literally every Steve Austin's not going to wrestle like he said that countless times physically it's not going to happen um 
they've done everyone and yeah it has dried up it still works to a degree when certain people come through you see these ratings boosts and everything else but they're always temporary uh, and they never really last so yeah i totally i totally agree and i think it's been in, on the go for a long time and i think what quite a lot of people in the office have been calling or especially sage for example when they <laughs> release some people they're going to try and sort of get around it by going look everyone braun Strowman's back yeah. it's like he's been gone a year and you got rid of him yeah don't make it like oh look what if he's gone off and done there is still people that they can bring back of course gangrel scotty too hottie would be fantastic yeah but yeah i think questions are gonna have to be asked because i mean i saw a clip of you know when he when goldberg did his whole like you know maybe i've got one last jackhammer yeah. and we we're all like yeah and now he comes back and i go oh, oh. no <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I, I genuinely am struggling to think yeah Molly Holly, just for Phil Chase. There, there we go. Uh, right, Colter Strand gives us our second question of the day and a lovely photo of Princess Leia. Good girl. Uh, he says, Hello, Legends. All out was my first AEW pay per view and I really enjoyed it. God, talk about zero to 100 real quick. Yeah, uh, what past AEW pay per views do you recommend I go back and watch? So the thing about AEW is that the pay per views are often not as good as the television sometimes. We, that re That's reflected in our yeah. coverage. I think they often have this bloated middle section sometimes and it's like, oh, come on, where are we going with this? Um, but All Out kind of changed that. I thought it was a really well-paced show mm -hmm. as long as it was in the end. Because um, all the matches that didn't need to go long went 12 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So keep that in mind when you watch the older shows. But a bunch of them are definitely worth checking out again. The original Double or Nothing, for sure. It's kind of like the start of this whole pre-televised movement. Um, Revolution 2020 is That's, probably yeah. the other like best one. Yeah, it's I great. And uh, full the tag gear. match is so good there. It, exactly. It's like one of the best matches they've ever done, if not the best. And Full Gear 2020 was really great as well. So yeah, there absolutely. Go. There's your there's your viewing uh, experience plan for the next few nights. But don't feel bad if you want to fast forward through certain bits because yeah, yeah they... there, there's some slowdown for sure. Uh, final question today comes from II Ron, who says, "What well, all the new additions to the roster? Should AEW hold a G1 style tournament for the next championship contender <laughs> for a returning Hangman to win and face Kenny Omega uh, in a poetic rematch from last year's Full Gear?" It's a really interesting idea, this, and I think it's very intoxicating to think of all the great matches that could come of that and the combinations. But the thing about the G1 climax is that the format doesn't really lend itself to AEW's format. They've got uh, if you think it's a 20-man tournament, everyone's got to wrestle each other once on their respective sides. Everyone's got nine matches minimum. That's a lot of matches you have to get through. If you did that realistically in AEW, you would be doing it for about four months. Yeah. So whether or not that's sustainable, I have my doubts. You could trim it down, everything else. You could make it smaller. Um, I think it would be awesome. I'm just not sure it's practical. Yeah, I think you're right in terms of, you know, I, I have no doubt that they could pull off the matches, like you say, yeah. with, with Dynamite and Rampage and to a certain extent Dark if you really want to, yeah, you yeah. know, push that. But you don't really want to relegate anyone off TV to YouTube, if I'm honest, if they're yeah. competing in a tournament like that. But it would, yeah, I mean, what when's Full Gear? November. November. It's on a bloody Saturday, get in. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah. Don't really it, have time. You ain't going to have a lot of time for anything else yeah. on telly. So whilst it's a great idea and maybe something they could look into in the future, it needs time to breathe. Or you either do it dedicated time, which would kind of screw up all the storylines you've got going on at the moment. So you yeah. have to wait till I don't know, a few months' time when everything's tied up with a nice bow on top of it. Or you're going to have to stretch yeah. it out a lot longer than four. Really, they would need four shows a week. With like what, when New Japan holds the G1, it's like three or four, five shows a week sometimes. 
every night you have five matches. They would need to do that to make it viable, yeah, really. exactly. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally, and a little bit of a sneak peek behind the scenes. A lot of the times when I go to look for the and finally, I just go on Reddit Squared Circle because it's a good gauge of what you guys are interested in and enjoying. <laughs> so I went on there today and found a great tweet from one Andy H. Murray. Oh. Here that guy. Look at that front page of Reddit. Now we've now we've both been there. So now we've, now we've made level. it, I guess. Uh, Andy Murray <laughs> tweeting: Still can't believe WWE signed all these guys from other promotions and pushed them all the way to the top. So much for making stars. Yeah. LMAO, great use of LMAO, by the way. We've wow. got me, Mark. We've got Sean Michaels. We've got stunning Steve Austin. We've got this Terry Bollea bloke yeah. from uh, the Hulk AWA. Boulder, or whatever his name was, <laughs> Terry Boulder. Yeah, it's just, it's the dumbest argument of all time, isn't it? This AEW, WWE guys thing. It's just, it, it's incomprehensibly stupid when you consider that the top two guys, right, from the most profitable era, or the most prosperous era in WWE's history, the two eras, Golden Era, Hulk Hogan, signed from the AWA. Attitude Era, Steve Austin, signed from WCW via ECW. It's just, this argument is really silly. I made this tweet to, part, to just expose how dumb it is, particularly when you consider how much of the current WWE roster is from Ring of Honor or Evolve or yeah. wherever the hell else. It's just, stop making bad faith arguments whenever another company does well. It's okay when an all-star like Brian Danielson or CM Punk comes onto the market. Are you really gonna look at those guys and go, oh, can't sign them, they yeah. used to work for WWE. It's complete nonsense. If Cristiano Ronaldo becomes a free agent, are Man United really gonna turn him down because he used to play for uh, Juventus? No, it's not how it works. Stop being weird, stop being silly, come to my house, I'll kick your ass, <laughs> and everything will be fine. I won't kick your ass, I'm really passive, but never mind. Stop being weird. So just to clarify now, you've been on the front page of Reddit for an excellent, very smart, <laughs> intelligent tweet. You know what I was on the front page of Reddit for? Iconics, probably. Face swapping with Finding Nemo. Oh, <laughs> Comes around every now and again, someone goes, is that you? I was like, yeah. Yeah. It was a different things. time. It was a different time. Face swap technology was relatively new. And I once uh, face swapped with kiwi fruit. <laughs> well, never, let, never gave it back. So. Let us know if you want to see that in the uh, in the comments, and uh, we'll try and dig it out for you. And let us know your thoughts on everything we we've discussed in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, you can uh, get the Raw review on there, the NXT preview later on today. Maybe I'll try and gather up those Dadly Boys to, to get their thoughts on All Out finally. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Oh, actually, yeah, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... Uh, you can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Hypnagogic, which means sleep-inducing pertaining to drowsiness or sleep. Why do you think I would choose that on a Tuesday morning? You decide. Yeah, just you just can't think why that might be. Anyway, uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Will Follow us all at What Culture WWE. For now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. We will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mmm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.